With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is the best of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis on Fox Sports Radio. It's Jason Martin, Jeff Schwartz with you for the remainder of the week. Have been here all week doing the Outkick thing as Clay is on vacation in Denver. We'll have Alan Bell in studio in the third hour. We're going to do a just a wide-ranging NFL discussion. Man, we are getting so close to football, which means we're getting close to Madden. If you have not heard this audio... This might be the best part of your day. Keenan Allen, not alone, but Keenan Allen, wide receiver of the Chargers, who I've long thought is a very underrated player, at least to the guys that immediately jump out in terms of great receivers. Keenan Allen's been really good for a long time. He's helped me win fantasy leagues, that's for sure. But he was not happy about his rating. Listen to Keenan Allen's response to his numbers in Madden 20. I will not be playing Madden 20, period. All right, number one, uh, my overall is an 89, for sure. Uh, my short route running is a 91. My medium route running is an 88. What? Like, my deep route running is a 75. Like, bro, who's making this dog? Wait, wait. Who did this? Speed's at 87. Like, bro, ain't nobody just running with me step for step like that, bro. Like, come on, dog. It's not that sweet out there, man. Like, what is you thinking? My strength is 69, like I'm a little boy. I'm not understanding something. I'm not understanding. I'm an 89 on the game, Pro Bowl, back-to-back, thousands. I don't understand. What's up? I mean, Keenan Allen went deep into the ratings found everything that he could and he said that he's going to boycott the game he's not alone there are other people and this seems to happen every year jeff and i think the main reason is because of this this is putting out grown folk business in public in that what is it that most or a lot of nfl players grew up doing they grew up playing madden and a lot of them are still playing madden now when they can tear themselves away from Fortnite. but they're still all playing madden a lot of them are and so you've got your crew there 
playing this game and then you feel disrespected right there in front of you. Like, this feels like you, everyone's going to see this. Like, whatever, I don't know, some analyst says about you, you can let that get into your feelings, but you can also let it go because there's going to be somebody who's going to say something positive and negative about you just about every day if you have any name recognition at all in the NFL, especially when it's in season. But Madden, man, your kids are going to play that. Your kids are going to play that at some point, and they're going to see that you're an 89, which, by the way, is not a bad number at all for a receiver. I'd like to know exactly where Keenan Allen thinks he should be, probably in the 94, 95 range. But I just I think that this is very predictable when it comes to something that they love yeah. so much, playing and all their friends are playing it, and that means all of their colleagues are playing it, and they see where they're ranked, and they immediately, it just hits that pride gene unlike anything else possibly could because they pick up a controller and their skills aren't as good on screen as they feel like they are on the field. Well, here's the thing. is you're, You shouldn't be comparing yourself to everyone as a whole, right? So, oh, I'm the 89 ranking. That's not very good. But are you, where are you with wide receivers? Like that's what you should be looking at. Where's your speed compared to the rest of the wide receivers? Where's your short route running ability compared to the rest of the wide receivers? Doing this, comparing yourself as a whole to everyone else in some of these stats. I know short route running, you're not going to compare to Tom Brady, but you know Keenan Allen might be the highest ranked wide receiver. I don't think he is. No. Um, but the idea, but he's also not the best wide receiver in the NFL. So I'm going to look up Madden. I I could care less. I I met and hung out with the head Madden adjuster all weekend at the thing I was doing in Dallas. He was there. And he was just trying to learn about offensive line play. Um, I, so I was talking to him um, and. Um, I asked him, uh, I said, dude, like, come on, man. Like, why was I always the slowest person ever? Like a 40, a 40 or something like that. He goes, well, back when you were playing, we used to just, um, you know, we looked at someone's weight and then we just determined they were slow. Oh, fat white guy, slow. Yeah. No, seriously. And he's like, now we watch film and everything, which makes, okay. So Keenan Allen um, is uh, the, let's see, this is uh, five and that's 10. I think it looks like he's the 13th wide receiver. So if you look at this list of wide receivers ahead of him, um, I mean, I, I might put him a little bit higher. I might put him ahead of Devontae Adams. Mm-hmm. I might put him ahead of T.J. Hilton. Um, you know, healthy A.J. Green is probably better than Keenan Allen. Uh, yeah. I, I might even put him ahead of Adam Thielen. Um, Keenan Allen's very good. So let's look at Keenan Allen compared to the rest of the wide receivers. So, oh, awareness. Keenan Allen is going to be I'm glad, I hope Keenan Allen loves this free pub we're giving him. Yeah. Um he's about about the same about 10. Um you look at his speed a little bit slower than than than, than some of these but he's not but also like for example his speed so the highest speed is Tyreek Hill is a 99. Then the next big wide receiver on this list um who's up in his kind of ranking is going to be uh, Odell as a 94. Um, yeah, but Odell's faster than, than Keenan Allen. Like, what, what do you what do you expect, man? There's a lot of guys faster than him. So, it's just this is just it's just goofy, man. Because, like I said, he's about the tenth best wide receiver in the NFL. Uh, maybe he's a little bit higher than that. I think I, I just if you look at just pure yards last year, the top ten, he's not there. He's 15 if you include the tight ends. He would be 13 if you took them out. Atulio, DeAndre Hopkins, Mike Evans, Tyree Kill, Juju. Michael Thomas, Devontae Adams, then you've got a, a tight end in Kittle, then you've got Thielen, then you've got a tight end in Kelsey, then you've got Antonio Brown, T.Y. Hilton, Robert Woods at 13, Brandon Cooks at 14, 
Thank you, Sean McVay. And then Keenan Allen at 15. I don't think it's egregious to put Keenan Allen at 13. Maybe you would put him a shade higher, but I just think that this speaks to the larger idea of what Madden means to the culture. And these guys, this is like the equivalent of meeting your hero and he's a jerk to you. At least yeah. in their own minds. It's like you're never supposed to meet your heroes because it could ruin how you feel about them. Well, Madden is a hero Ooh. to a lot of people in our age range, especially players that spend a lot of their time playing this thing at night. And so now it's like they've met their hero because their hero is now commenting on them via these ratings on the screen. And they see an 89 and Keenan Allen. And the other thing about most athletes, yeah, their egos are fragile, but they also all think they're wonderful. They all also think that they are so much better than they actually are. Like, you can bring a superstar onto an NBA team. This happened. Yeah. I can't remember who it was, but they uh, one of these teams traded for a superstar guard, and the current guard that was there was like, yeah, we need some backup out here. And it's like, no, we're taking your job. But the guy did not have the perspective to realize that at the time because everybody thinks they're Nate Robinson, you know, like Nate yeah. Robinson has his has his kind of irrational confidence and things to that nature. So I think that Keenan Allen just sees himself as better, and he feels like, well, at least give me a 90. I mean, 89 is a B+. Uh, um, I'm looking at at my brother's rankings right now. (laughs) He's the number one right tackle, as he should be. But some of this – so I clicked on, like, the the extra ratings on their website, um, and, like, (laughs) elusive rating, 10. Um, which is, I mean, you know, I, don't I mean, know yeah, why. I don't think I don't think Mitchell um, Schwartz is supposed to be elusive, but Juke move rating ten, but like Lane Johnson's like a fifty-four for Juke move. Wow, um, uh, which Lane is supremely athletic. Um, uh, Juke move ten. This is incredible. Spin move ten. I mean, why don't you even <laughs> rank offensive linemen in in this uh, stiff arm ten? Um, this is amazing. But trucking, he's twenty-one for trucking. Um, this is incredible. This is just amazing. Uh, ca- oh. Catch in traffic rating, 15. Who knew? How about that? Why would that not be a 10? Like, why is that a 15? (laughs) (laughs) These are questions you need to write down to ask the guy next year. Jumping a 73, that that is not true. My brother cannot jump for a lick. He might be worse than me. Um, So this is incredible. This is just amazing. Oh, throw accuracy short rating, 6. I love how Lane Johnson, by the way, who played quarterback in college, uh, like JC is like a has all these quarterback rankings. Like he has all these. Like he's in the fifties for a lot of these. The short accuracy rating fifty nine. It's amazing, amazing. Just because he played a little bit. <laughs> My brother was JV quarterback. It's incredible. Well, I mean that's the other thing about the Madden ratings is, look, a lot of them are wrong. Like if you want to really look at it objectively, a lot of them are wrong. But at the end of the day, they're yeah. What's wrong though? Like it's it's all look. These guys they're watching the film, but. Jason, I, I, I'm going to put a little bit of conspiracy on, on you. I'm not a big conspiracy guy, but do you think they kind of move everyone down just a tick to get this reaction from everybody? I don't think that there's any reason to believe that they would not do that because it's not going to help them sell less games. It's not like, oh, uh, just because we're in Nashville, oh, Corey Davis is only a whatever. I don't even know. I didn't look at it. He's only a 75. If he's not an 80, I'm not buying the game. Like Maybe the players are going to say that, and I don't even think they're going to stick to it, but nobody's not going to buy the game because the ratings are bad because one thing everybody knows is people that have absolutely no lives are going to go through 
the entire league, and they're going to put in all of these analytic and stats and all this kind of stuff. And then there's going to be a roster update that comes out, not by the game producers, but by these... I don't know, nerds that have the time to do it, oh, and you're really? going to be able to go in and download all of that, and then all of that information is going to change anyway. Plus, of that, course, yes, the Madden ratings can change. At least they used to be able to. You used to be able to get custom rosters and all of those things, and people would spend time. That was the best thing about NCAA football. It, it was the worst thing, really, because you waited to start playing your dynasty until everybody got their names right. They would change the jerseys, they would add the rookies, they would put in the stats, and they would put in all the names that, of course, EA Sports could not put into the game. So you would wait until college football looked like college football, and you would just play exhibitions or online or something until that big roster update came up. And then you would get that like update. It wouldn't even be on social media a lot of the time at that point. It would just be like you would go to these websites like Operation Sports, I think was like the main one, at least back in the day. And it would be like, okay, well, finally, this guy's NCAA roster is out for the SEC and the Pac-12. And so you would go in and you would download that and then you would have everything. You would have all the names, the numbers would be right, the heights and everything would be right. They would change all the things about it and all the stats would match up to like Phil Steele's college football preview as opposed to whatever close the NCAA folks had. So there was that was one of the coolest things is when that roster update came you realized, alright, now I can play my dynasty. And that's kind of the same thing. Yeah. So, so there is a there's an art form to it, but I think Keenan Allen's response is probably he's not alone. I'm sure there are a lot of people that feel this way because they love that game and they feel like what loved them spurned them. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock, and there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes, cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with, hilarious emojis for taunting friends when 
when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new-timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location species salt versus freshwater and more plus it's smooth sailing with fishing bookers simple online payment method you'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local start your angling adventure now with fishing booker visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today fishing booker fishing trips made easy Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Continental Tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Continental test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Well, we have not talked about this yet today, Jeff, because we, we had some fun there in the first hour talking about all sorts of stuff. But the big story, I guess, necessarily surrounding the NFL, first it was Melvin Gordon talking and saying, hey, I want more money. And now it's Zeke Elliott in this story coming out saying, you know, I could hold out if I don't get a new deal. Now, he's still got two years left on his rookie deal but I can understand that he's trying to maximize his value now because the stats say after three years running backs that can be a tough thing to do in terms of paying a running back so he does have some leverage and right now and I think you said this actually Jeff and I would agree with you he's the best running back in the league like he's the guy that I think if you're Dallas you feel like you do need him I think we're both sort of of the same mindset you can correct me if I'm wrong yeah I like but don't love Dak Prescott. I think Dak Prescott, when everything around him is right, could potentially win you a Super Bowl, but he's not a guy that I think is going to will you to one on pure talent. I think he has every intangible that you want, but sometimes his tangible skills leave a little bit too much to be desired for me from a consistency standpoint. But Zeke on the field is outstanding of all levels of outstanding off the field that could be a bit of a question mark but how do you feel when you see what Zeke is doing 
Well, there's many layers to this, as usual. Um, I was on with Will Kane yesterday for for a quick second, um, and he brought up an interesting point. I think it's it's very true, is that we're going to see running backs now start demanding more money in year three, right as soon as, soon as they can. We know first round draft picks uh, can o- can only renegotiate their deals after three years. Um, Actually, it might be just all draft picks. Undrafted guys can do after two years. And we're going to start seeing this trend, I think, now of running backs trying to get paid ASAP as soon as possible because, like you mentioned, um, it is a physical position. Guys have wear and tear. They break down a lot sooner. Um, and they don't play as long. And so I think we're going to see guys trying to get deals uh, done much earlier than other positions. And uh, Zeke Elliott, while not... You know, not 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 saying he's going to sit out of camp, um, but just talking about. And this is the time, by the way. I think Melvin Gordon missed the boat on his time to sit out. I think this is the actual perfect time for Zeke to do it because you're heading to training camp, you're preparing for the season. Oops, your running back is not there. And you mentioned what I tweeted yesterday and what I've said uh, previously is I think Zeke Elliott is the most valuable running back for his team. Now, mm-hmm. you could have said the same thing last year about Todd Gurley before he got hurt and C.J. Anderson came in and did almost the same job. Except in the Super Gurley. Bowl. In the Super Bowl, it felt like you missed Todd Gurley. Yeah, but I, it seemed like he ran the ball pretty healthy in the Super Bowl. I don't know why he wasn't used more. Maybe it was worse than, than I thought, at least. Um, but Zeke Elliott does so much for this team. First of all, we know that He's an outstanding runner, and the Cowboys only have five run plays. I mean, they're not they're not killing you with with multiple styles of of, of um, run plays. They run a lot of zone. They run a lot of pin pull. They run a lot of tosses. That's kind of what they do. Uh, pin pull is like a man scheme where they pull guards. Um, and in the pass game, though, I think is where he stands out. He is such a good screen runner, right? Catching the ball in rhythm of a screen and taking it to the house. He is so good out of the backfield, just being an option for Dak Prescott mm-hmm. that uh, can kind of be like an outlet for Dak. We've also seen when he has been out of the game, the team struggled offensively to move the ball. Now, also coincided with Tyron Smith being out two years ago as well. So, you know, it, it, it that might have a lot to do with it as well, uh, not having him there. But we saw the offense struggle mightily when Zeke Elliott missed that long period of, of time. I mean, we saw you know the Cowboys were averaging 300 yards a game, 400 yards a game, and then all of a sudden they had 200, 200, 200 you know, in the middle twos. They bust down against the Giants um, eventually. You know, they, they just they did not have the same output um, in both rushing and passing that they had when Zeke was out. Um, so he does. He does all of this for the team. You mentioned Dak Prescott. This is the big year for Dak. You know, we, yeah. I think Dak is an above average starter. I think he's very akin to Alex Smith. He is, and I think Alex. Same point in their career. Dak's probably better. Alex eventually became a lot better as his career went on. But you know, just a guy who is really not going to lose you the game. Dak's not. Dak is never losing you the game, right? He's not throwing a bunch of turnovers. Um, you know, you look at last year. He had eight interceptions last year. He had 13 the year before, which was high, and 14 is a for his first year, right? He's not throwing a lot of interceptions, but also not throwing a lot of touchdowns. He's also not throwing the ball for a lot of yards, not throwing the ball very deep at times. He is, and I hate the word 
he's a great game manager, right? Mm-hmm. Not gonna, so he's not going to lose you the game. He's also not really going to win you the game. Right? Well, he can make a couple of game-breaking plays, but Correct, he also but, is going to miss some game-breaking right, but, plays. But, but, the idea, but the idea is this, right? When I say win you the game, I say the idea is like you're down 10 points in the fourth quarter. Do you expect Dak to lead the Cowboys back to win that game? I could see him getting you within three because it does seem like well, yeah, when you fall really... behind, that's when he does tend to play best, and that's well, where his he... intangibles well, come in. Well, he also uses his legs a lot more, and I, and I would argue that that they need to use his legs more in general, oh, especially in the red zone. Um, you know, the, he is so good in the red zone with his legs, whether it's a zone read or whether it's a, a quarterback run, whatever the quarterback draw, whatever the reason is. Um, but I'm looking forward to this year for Dak because I feel like it is a make-or-break year for him as far as ch- taking that next step. And with the addition of Randall Cobb, that's a huge, I think my opinion, a, a really big addition for them in the slot. They signed him a second wave of free agency, one year, $5 billion deal. Uh, he's going to want to prove himself because he wants that big second contract. You would put Jason Wynn back on the field. Uh, that that disastrous tenure. Do you also realize how he lost a bunch of his hair now again all of a sudden? Um, yeah. His, his hair is back to being like it was. Um, that was just not – it was a tough year for him. I'm glad he's it back on, on this side of it where he seems very happy as, as a player. You have Amari Cooper as well. Travis Frederick, the center, is back. So big year for that. Can he take that next step – a new offense coordinator, Kellen Moore. Hopefully, they're more aggressive with him. I want to see them more aggressive with Dak. Um, but to all our points, I think, is Zeke Elliott so important for that offense? However, there's no value in paying him. As much as I, as much as I praise him and his ability to, to manage, to be in this offense, to be the focal point, I'm not sure you can pay Tyron Smith, who's on a very good team-friendly deal, Travis Frederick, Zach Martin, Amari Cooper. I'd pay Amari ahead of, of Zeke. You would um, pay Amari ahead of Zeke? That was yeah. a question I was going to ask you. Yeah, Explain just, that a little I, bit. Well, look, it's such a quarterback-heavy right. league that sure. you, you should you you got to pay the, the number one weapon of the quarterback, which is which is the number one wide receiver. Um, and we saw last year when Amari came in how important he was to the team. Remember, here's something too, Cowboys fans. Go look back at the big games Amari had when he became a Cowboy. This is my point about Dak. A lot of times, it's not a lot of deep passes. It's like shorter passes that, that, that Amari Cooper has taken for long games. Right? They were not hitting him deep to intermediate. I mean, excuse me, intermediate to deep. And a couple of them. Then one against Washington, it was about a little you know, 12-yard route that he caught the ball and ran, I think, for 50 yards. It was against Washington. Um, but... You know, they're not, they're not, Dak's not like hitting Amari deep down the field for a bunch of these. So it's Amari making plays down the field, which is very important to the success of Dak Prescott. So, um, I, I would pay Dak ahead of, Amar, of, um, Zeke just because it's just a more valuable position, man. And I know, I know I'm speaking on probably out of two sides of my mouth here, considering that I said that I think that the Zeke's that important. But I mean, how do you, how, I don't, I don't know how you, the structure of team building now, how you can pay Zeke. I, I would, and I said this the other day about Melvin Gordon. We discussed him yesterday, I believe. Is yeah. that if you have everyone in place on your team, left tackle, maybe right tackle to quarterback, um, pass, rush. pass rusher, and, and secondary help, it's okay to pay a running back. But I don't, I don't know, man. It's such a such a risky problem. They break down. But you so can soon. understand, yeah. But you can understand why if you're Zeke or if you're Melvin Gordon, you want to try and strike of now. Course. I look, no, I look, I, I look right here. I look right here in Nashville, yeah. and I see Derrick Henry. 
And Derrick Henry's had what half of a good season, you know, pretty you much in his career. Him. He's too big. He's not. He's not. If Derrick Henry was rushing in two thousand, he'd be a great fit. But he's not a fit for a modern running back. Well, now. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying after I had half a good year, which is kind of what he did, and had some highlight plays at the end, I would already be trying to cash in because I would already start to see. Have I already peaked? Is it possible I've already peaked? Or at least, is my value right now about as high as it could potentially be? And I think you can look at Zeke and say, for sure, because he hasn't had the attrition of carries that like DeMarco Murray had, for example, when he was in Dallas. And I think there's another example here in Dallas, and that was, and maybe Zeke is looking at it from this perspective, if he trusts his value and they think he's indispensable to the team, or if they don't right now or they want to try and not pay him, I don't think he has the leverage to do some of the things that he's saying he would do or whatever. Maybe it's just putting out feelers. But Emmett Smith held out, I guess it was in 93, held out for the first two games of the regular season. They were the defending Super Bowl champions at that point. He wanted to get, quote, Thurman Thomas money, unquote. And so they did not want to pay him, and then they eventually did. They paid him up front, but they did that because Dallas lost the first two games of that season. And then all of a sudden, Emmitt Smith could just kind of just shrug his shoulders and say, yeah, did you see my Madden ratings? You should have paid me. (laughs) And so you look at Zeke Elliott, and maybe Zeke is betting on himself and thinking, yeah, this team isn't very good when I'm not on the field, which has kind of been true. Now, there have been other factors as well, but when Zeke is out there, they are a markedly better offense. One of the reasons why is because, as you mentioned, he is a safety valve for Dak Prescott in the passing game, and Dak is more of a dink-and-dunk quarterback. A couple of times he will throw the ball down the field, but a lot of these routes are of six, seven-yard variety outside the numbers where the receiver has to make a play after the fact. Right, I'm watching. I just put on Mari Cooper's highlights right now. Yeah, I mean, it's exactly like, like I thought, right? It, it, kind of between 7 to 12 yards every now and then. You know, he's hitting him for a little bit longer. But th- that's it, man. I mean, it's not he's not throwing the ball all the way down the field. This is one thing that I want to see hopefully improve, you know, improve. Uh, you know, the cornerback falls on a six-yard route and Mari takes it to the house. I mean, I just want to see a little bit more from Dak as far as throwing the ball down the field. So... You know, as far as the Emmitt Smith comparison, I mean, that's a good one. And, and if the, but if the Cowboys start 0-2, remember, those 90s teams, Aikman was, was throwing the ball 20 times a game. <laughs> like, it was, like, he, he was not, the quarterback play was not what it is now. Right. Where, you know, Dak Prescott, if you look at, uh, last season, you know, he's averaging, um, you know, tw- uh, where's that? This, um, he's averaging a little over, I mean, uh, per game, um, where's that? I don't even know where it's at right here. Um, what how many passes per game? I can't. The stats didn't show me. But, I mean, everybody um, throws a ton of passes right now. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's. Uh, yeah. I don't know where it's at. I don't know where the average is at. It doesn't matter. But everyone's you know, it's over thirty. Let's say over thirty a game, right? Um, is what he, is what he's at. He threw for uh, thirty eight hundred yards last year. Right. He did five hundred and twenty six attempts. Yeah. On so, the season. Yeah. So. Um, so yes. So we're averaging. You know, we're averaging thirty two point eight. Per per game, Troy Aikman was not even close to that. So the, the run game was more valuable to teams, um, you know, than it is now. Obviously, um, and and that's kind of my point is that Emmett Smith kind of had that leverage because where, of the importance to the position the at that point of, of the position. Um, and you know, Zeke doesn't really have as much leverage like that. Yeah, Trenton was averaging 28 and 93, which is kind of a lot for that season. Um, so I just, yeah, I, I don't, 
It's just different football now, man. It's a good comparison, but I don't think it's going to work. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Alan Bell, who is the managing editor for the NFL Vertical for 24-7 Sports in studio with us for the remainder of this hour. Also, 877-99 on Fox. That's 996-6369. If you have questions or comments or anything like that, as always, you can tune in. You can follow Alan at Alan Bell 24-7. Alan, we were talking about this during the break, and I found it interesting. We're 50 days away from the NFL season, and... Thankfully, the NBA free agent period has been so interesting. And even the NBA Finals, because of the injury situation and Durant and, and all of that, the NFL has not been particularly interesting over the past month. It has not been riddled with the kind of stories that we usually see. And I thought you had an interesting perspective as to why. Yeah, you know, you remember five, six, seven years ago, and I say this unfortunately, and, and it's a positive now. There used to be a lot of you know NFL arrests you know in the offseason, and it was really known as you know the time period where coaches, GMs, execs really hated getting those phone calls, right? Like they dreaded when their phone would sit at night. We really don't have that anymore. You know, it's really been in the last couple of years. You you don't see it as much. You know, yeah, I know that you know there's a couple of things that pop up here and there, but it's certainly not what it used to be. And not that there was a huge problem. It's just you know a couple of them garner attention, and you think it's the world because there's really not much going on. Uh, but you got to give NFL players credit. Like they, they, these guys are smart. They understand it, and uh, it makes for slow, boring time for us. But uh, but good for them. Yeah, I mean the Tyree Kill thing's kind of the only. Yeah. I mean a little bit of the Zeke Elliott, I guess. But that seems overblown. Even though the guys decided he's going to press charges. I like that his dad, you know, wanted to take a shot at, at Zeke in that video. Have you seen that? No, I haven't seen the video. Yeah, there's a video of uh, in Las Vegas, a local news outlet interviewed uh, the the young man that was involved. "Quote unquote altercation," yeah, yeah. and then at the end of it, his dad pops in from out of just the parking lot and says, "If I were there, Zeke would have been the next guy on the ground." It's like, easy, man. <laughs> oh like, boy, yeah, I know, I know. It's like, man, that's a pretty big running back right there, buddy. Yeah. What did you feel about the Tyree Kill change, or at least where it looked like some of that audio seemed to be selectively edited or whatever? It seems like Tyreek and the woman involved here. I don't believe necessarily that there's not dirt on both of them, but there's something about the way that this was handled from the media perspective that leaves me not feeling particularly good about it. Yeah, so I've got two I got two things on it. First off, I think, you know, when that audio came out, the biggest thing that came out about it was the media outlet, you know, that that cut and pasted and, and only put you know, like you have to be transparent, especially in something like this. Just put the whole audio in an article. It's not hard to do and say, hey, you know what? Here are the you know the times where it's probably most interesting, but we're going to be transparent and give it all to you. I thought they looked the worst, really, out of oh, anybody. Yeah. Um, but second, my thing with this whole Tyreek situation is is exactly what you said. There's something there. Something happened. We don't know. There's really no evidence. There wasn't an, enough evidence for the district attorney, you know, to really pursue this case at all. So I don't know really if there's anything concrete, you know, that the NFL is going to be able to come down. Now, granted, I get it. They don't need it. They're not a court of law. Uh, you know, the entire deflate gate, that Tom Brady situation, when it went to court, was really about does Roger Goodell have the power? And absolutely he does. But we just don't know. I mean, there's just no evidence out there. Something happened. We don't know what it is. And I don't know how you could really hammer any punishment down. Yeah, there has been previous instances. Yeah. But, you know, going more than two game suspension, I I don't know if there's a leg to really go off of, you know? 
this is something that Jason and, and I have talked about and Clay as well. I, I'd love to get to your opinion as someone who covers the NFL. I, yeah. I kind of feel the NFL should just stay out of investigations. Um, I'm okay if they want to say Tyreek Hill, Ezekiel, whoever it is, you embarrass the league, you get two games. Whatever their reasoning is, I actually would wish teams would, would do this on their, on their own. Um, but, but where do you kind of fall on the idea of, of the NFL and the way they handle their investigations? Jeff, I 1,000% agree with you. And mm-hmm. I'll say this, and I've said this for a while. The NFL tries to do too much. Like, you, you, you just don't have to do anything, right? Like, they try to legislate this. They try to get involved in, like, every investigation. They try to go too far in terms of, you know, uh, referees, you know, and what they're trying to do. And they try to make every call just so specific and so difficult. It's like, take a step back, man. You don't have to be in this fight. Like, you, you've got enough things on your plate. So, you know, long story short, I completely agree with you with that. If it's something big that they do have to, you know, the Ray Rice thing, you know, yeah. when a video comes out, absolutely, man. Like, your hands are tied. You have to get involved. But I'm with you. They, they, they get involved too many times when it's like, you know what, this really isn't a problem. If the district attorney's not, you know, pulling anything, right. what, what are we going to do? Why are we involved? Yeah. As, as we look forward to the season, first team reports today, the Broncos, it feels like the biggest issue concerning the league or the biggest question mark is not really playing the field. It's more about replay review and how the pass interference is uh, going to work and some other new rules. Uh, how do you feel that the NFL has kind of handled this new pass interference replay review? It feels like, as usual, they kind of rolled it out and realized it might not be very great and kind of have made changes on the fly. Yeah, you know, I think they've gone, you know, all right with it so far. Granted, you know, we'll know a lot more uh, in the preseason, and usually, you know, you know it better than anybody. How it goes is they'll have a new rule, they go in the preseason, they'll go pretty heavy the first two weeks, yes. kind of dial it back, yeah. And then the regular season, it's like, does this rule even exist? Right? Like they won't even really do it. Um, the, you know, I thought Blaine Bishop, you know, made the best point months ago when it first came out was, you know, really how they how are they going to legislate, um, you know, hail marys at the end of a half, end of a game, and I think that's. Really really going to be the biggest part because that's I mean again that's a play where it's like the NFL you don't really have to do anything if it's egregious we'll see it if it's not let them play get off the field but yeah I mean we'll find out here pretty soon in the preseason but uh, I I don't think this is going to be too terribly bad they really just don't have to just don't screw it up if they do that then we're gonna have a problem but other than that should be fine yeah, I'm with you here. I feel like the Hail Mary, they're not going to touch at all unless a guy is actually tackled. Like, unless the defender is like yeah. jumping on the back of the wide receiver, not allowing him to even jump in the air. Even a little bit of tussling, I think, will, will be okay. I, and yeah, I'm with you. I think the, the pass interference kind of overturned this will be such a high, um, such a high bar. It, it won't happen often. So getting kind of on to the field, what are some things you're kind of looking forward to during training camp uh, as teams prepare for the season? Yeah, you know, I think the, 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 the biggest thing that I'm looking at right now, I'm interested to see what the Ravens look like, right? So we see them last year, I know, and we talk about the AFC North, okay? So Pittsburgh, is it going to be addition by subtraction with uh, A.B. and Lev gone? Cleveland, uh, we all know the hype that's coming in there. Well, nobody talks about the Ravens, and they were a playoff team last year, right? But their biggest issue really is going to be how do they get this playbook around Lamar Jackson, and how do you incorporate his legs because it's his best weapon, but you've got to get, he's got to throw the ball. I mean, you can't run it. We saw Cam Newton get his shoulder destroyed. Like, it, it, it's too hard. You have to be able to move the ball down the field. So, I'm interested to see how this new playbook, uh, you know, goes about it. I saw they brought in Paul Johnson from Georgia Tech to bring in some, uh, not necessarily triple option, but just, you know, some, some, some properties, some tendencies of that. Uh, we'll see what, uh, what that looks like. Cleveland, we just talked about. Uh, I can't wait to see all of this on the field, uh, but I think they're going to be pretty good. Uh, another team, Minnesota. I'm excited to see what they've got. You've, 
you've got Kirk Cousins coming in for a second year. I think the time is going to help a lot. You've got a really good team out there. As long as they get offensive line going, I mean, that, that that's a very, very, very good team. So, yeah, I mean, that, their storylines all over the field. We didn't even talk about, you know, Hard Knocks and the Raiders and everything oh, going on Oh, it's going to be so good. Yeah, I know. I, I could keep going. I'll stop there. But I think we really got a good training camp session this year because there's so many teams that have things going on. Look at here in Nashville with Marcus Mariota. I mean, there are storylines everywhere. Yeah, the Raiders thing is interesting to me with Hard Knocks. because, And I talked to Dave McGinnis, who uniquely was on both All or Nothing and Hard Knocks. So he's gone through the experience. I don't think people understand that the league is behind Hard Knocks. It's an NFL Films property, so it's not a gotcha show. They're not out there filming a bunch of stuff. And guess what? The Raiders have right of first refusal in terms of, no, that gets cut. That does not air. You get to see absolutely everything and pick and choose. So whatever you see is what they allow you to see. It's not just going to be some tabloid show. So that's what's more curious to me is, how is it that it does come across? Because I think the hype machine for what it could look like might be better than what it actually turns out to be. I've got a thought on that. And, you know, usually when Hard Knocks comes, it seems like every team does not want it, right? Like it's an added distraction. But it, it, it kind of just goes on the wayside. You forget it's there, right? It's like a windshield. You just forget that it's even, you know, even there. But I think somehow, weirdly, I think this is going to help the Raiders. And here's why. Because you've got a head coach and a general manager that both come from TV. And I think they know TV. They feel comfortable with TV. When cameras are around, they, that's their world. That's what they've known forever. And you've got Gruden, who knows both sides, obviously. So, I think I could see both of them actually being weirdly comfortable, you know? I, I think it could be something to where they they get that side. They're not worried about it at all. They could actually flourish, you know, both of them, you know, when speaking on it. And they feel comfortable on the field. So, I, I think it's going to work for sure. Yeah, and of course, they're TV guys. I mean, yeah. they already know. I mean, Gruden and Mayock are more known for TV, I think, at this point than they are for football. Yep. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. Oh, oh. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare.
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends with you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on!